Double Coverage Dynasty Podcast with your hosts, Daniel and Micah Simpkins. Welcome back to the Double Coverage Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Simpkins, and tonight I'm going to be flying solo. My brother isn't able to be with me, but I wanted to cover some of the impact of free agency signings, both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. But before I get into that, I would like to do something a little bit different than the feature that Micah and I do, which is Chat of the Week. And I would like to do something called Anti-Chat of the Week, where I recognize something good that happened in the NFL community over the week. And what I've selected to talk about is what happened today, a quote that was given by head coach of the Saints, Sean Payton. He said, along came this great thing called fantasy football. What fantasy did, it didn't change who was betting on the game. It changed what was being discussed. There's nothing better now. It's exciting. Everyone you know has skin in the game. I think that's absolutely wonderful. I think it's great that Sean Payton recognizes that it's not a good thing to alienate a fan base. It's not a good thing to talk down to people and to say, you know, I'm a head coach. I know better than you. I've, I've worked in football and studied my butt off. I know film a whole lot better than you guys on Twitter. That really serves no one. Instead, Sean Payton chose to be inclusive, and I think that's really the attitude that we need to foster in anything that we do in life to, you know, even if we have a lot more knowledge than the other person, that we're welcoming, that we're open, that we're saying, hey, come learn about this, come have fun, come come do it. And, you know, I may know more than you, I may have a lot more knowledge than you do at this point in my life, but you can get here, and let me show you how. That's just so much better. And I applaud Sean Payton for having a good attitude and for recognizing that everyone has value and everyone has a reason to root for football. Okay, enough of that. On to free agency. I'm just going to jump around a little bit from team to team and just give some thoughts on free agents on both sides of the ball. The first one that I wanted to look at was Justin Houston to the Colts. That's probably the IDP signing that's gotten the most attention, and I think it's both a good IDP signing and a great on-the-field signing. Um, you know, Justin Houston will switch over to defensive end in most uh, IDP scoring, and that's going to make him a lot more valuable uh, from a sack standpoint. You know, he's not going to be racking up 22 sacks like he did in 2014. We can't expect anything like that. But um, I could see double-digit sacks, especially with that very talented group that they have there now. Um, they, they've built quite a formidable defense, and as a Titans fan, that makes me really, really sad. Then there's Vontae's perfect to the Oakland Raiders. Eh, I don't know about that move from a real football standpoint. Maybe from an IDP standpoint, I can see it because he'll probably be the best linebacker that they have on the interior there. And, you know, it's a, probably a really good landing spot in terms of volume. But I question if they'll add someone in the draft that may be better or um, in time come to take over that spot. 
But for a guy who was basically dead in IDP last year, we'll have to take it. Mark Barron to the Steelers is a little bit interesting. Again, I think like the Raiders, they may end up adding somebody in the draft because I don't see Barron at this point in his career as being able to be a coverage linebacker. So we may be seeing um, him in and out and be a part-time player. But uh, for now, it's probably the best thing they have there in the middle. Um, They just never really found an answer for Ryan Shazier being gone last year. And uh, they didn't get a quality guy like C.J. Mosley in free agency, so they're going to have to rely on the draft. And if they don't get who they want in the draft, um, Barron is just kind of the stopgap option. The Quan Alexander signing to the 49ers is a little puzzling from a real-life football perspective, but there was a lot of need on the interior for a lot of teams in free agency, and only so many quality players. So Quan Alexander is someone that they seem to have a lot of love for, uh, as evidenced by you know, four years, $54 million, with $27 million pretty much guaranteed. So uh, that's a lot of money for an older player. From an IDP perspective, it'll make a lot of sense with uh, not a whole lot of competition there. Reuben Foster being gone um, certainly helps. Elijah Lee's there. Um, I like Elijah Lee, but um, it's hard to see him with them paying Quan Alexander that kind of money having, you know, an increased role. So uh, from an IDP perspective, I think Quan Alexander retains his value or maybe perhaps even increases it with this move. I liked Jordan Hicks going to the Arizona Cardinals. I think that's a good landing spot for Hicks. Um, It'll be interesting to see if he can stay healthy, which has been a struggle for him throughout his career. But I like the player, I like the talent, Um, love the landing spot in terms of volume and opportunity. So a very good fit for both a uh, football perspective and an IDP perspective. How about C.J. Mosley going to the Jets? That's one I've had to think about a lot. Um, It's one where he's going to have a little bit of competition in Avery Williamson. But I think that there will be enough tackles to go around. Uh, Greg Williams often will play, you know, two or three linebackers pretty consistently, and uh, two of those guys will end up being productive out of the three. Um, I think that Deron Lee is the one on the way out. He's been rumored to be traded. Um, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a popular destination for him uh, with his old – defensive coordinator and Todd Bowles. So that is a distinct possibility. But I think Mosley should be okay for IDP. Um, I, I think we're still looking at similar, you know, back-end linebacker one numbers. I know there's a lot of love for Taran Matthew and IDP, but his signing with the Chiefs doesn't strike me as one that will be valuable in most IDP formats. Um, Matthew's one to play in the slot, and unless you're getting points for passes defended and things like that, um, I just think that it's probably not going to be the landing spot that really uh, would promote his value. You don't need me to tell you that Landon Collins to Washington's a really good signing for his IDP value, as well as his uh, on-the-field value for them. Uh, still very talented safety, and 
it's uh, kind of a shock that he didn't end up staying with the Giants. They they really moved on from a lot of different players. And uh, Giants' loss is Washington's gain. And IDP uh, folks, uh, you don't really have a lot to worry about because it's also a very productive spot, just like it was in New York. Kind of flying under the radar is the fact that Olivier Vernon ended up getting traded to Cleveland in the Odell Beckham Jr. deal. He'll be across from Miles Garrett in a little bit of a rotation, and uh, I could see him doing pretty well there, and uh, having him move back to 4-3 end is really good for his value. Okay, I think we can switch to the offensive side of the ball. How about Randall Cobb to Dallas? That one's mildly interesting. I think he'll take on Cole Beasley's old role. I'm not a huge fan of Michael Gallup, but I don't think it really does anything to hurt him. So those who really like him, you can relax. I don't think it's a big deal. Teddy Bridgewater staying with the Saints is very good for him, I think. I think it was better to do that than maybe go be the starter in Miami and end up failing and end up on a career backup track. So that's very good that he'll end up staying on a one-year deal, um, continue to build chemistry with that team, and maybe eventually get a shot after Drew Brees is done. Not really sure what the Giants are doing. Golden Tate, to them, uh, really serves no purpose. I mean, the Giants already have Sterling Shepard, who I think is pretty much the same player. And, you know, Tate really is just going to do his best work um, closer to the line of scrimmage in the slot. And that's Sterling Shepard. So I think he was a little bit redundant. Adrian Peterson resigns with Washington. I think that's smart for him. He has a good thing going there. And with Darius Geis coming back from a very serious uh, knee injury and recovery that didn't quite go the way that he had planned, uh, I think that's a really smart signing for Washington. Deshaun Jackson going back to the Eagles. I think that's good for uh, his fantasy value and his on-the-field value. Uh, you know, they've really needed that deep threat that they've lacked, so I think he can provide that element and give Carson Wentz um, something to look at down the field. Tevin Coleman to San Francisco is one that I think is a muddy mess. I really think there could have been a better landing spot for him just seems like it's going to be a clear committee situation, kind of like he was in in Atlanta. So it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. The only way that I see him really returning on value is if there's injuries, and that's certainly possible. Um, the guys there uh, have not stayed healthy, so uh, perhaps he's the last man standing and ends up working out, but I just was hoping that he'd sign somewhere else. Antonio Brown and Tyrell Williams to the Raiders. I think that makes their receiving core obviously a whole lot better. Um, Derek Carr really needed some quality weapons, and I think he's uh, got what he needs now. So it's kind of put up or shut up time for him. Hopefully the offensive line can play a little bit better than they did last year. Mark Ingram to Baltimore is one that's pretty interesting to me. I think it really says a whole lot about their trust in Kenneth Dixon, Alex Collins, and the rest of the backfield there. Definitely don't think that it's very good for Ingram's fantasy value. It's going to be hard to uh, match what 
he had there in New Orleans. But the offense will be pretty run heavy. And Greg Roman is there, so maybe it'll work out. Le'Veon Bell to the New York Jets. Um, It was going to be impossible for Bell really to find a team fit where he's the primary guy and is also going to have the offense to be a top five fantasy option at the position. Personally, I'm looking to sell. Only have one share of him left. Would like to get rid of that share, but I'm going to wait just a little while. Um, I think I'll probably do better with that if I wait till some of the production starts coming. Um, I think he'll have a decent uh, year with the Jets, and I don't think he's going to lose value, so uh, he'll only probably gain value. So I, I would wait till then to to sell. But his days of you know top five running back production I think are behind him. Odell Beckham to Cleveland is. You know, one that I won't have to talk much about. It's already been given enough scrutiny, but I will just say that I think it's good for Beckham to get a fresh start. Uh, It's going to be a little bit less of a media circus for him, and I think that'll be a good thing. Uh, You know, he recently on Twitter talked about turning that off and going dark so he could collect his thoughts, and some people made a big deal out of that. Um, But I see that as a sign of maturity. I think that's a good thing that... He's learning to tune out and uh, focus on what he needs to focus on. I think that's a really good skill to have in life. In terms of fantasy, I think that he'll be just fine. Uh, I think it's a really good landing spot for him in that regard. Um, I know it's a whole lot better than the Giants uh, have been the past two years. So I think he's going to be just fine. Um, Probably will come back to life a little bit in terms of fantasy. So uh, I very happy with that spot and I really do expect that we'll see the Cleveland offense be one of the better offenses in the league. Latavius Murray to the Saints um, that's a very sneaky signing a lot of people are going to um, not really think that's a big deal but and it really isn't but I do think that uh, it's a good landing spot for him and you never know if Alvin Kamara's nicked up if he's hurt which sometimes happens to running backs, uh, even good ones, then it's a really good uh, spot for him. Uh, He could have fantasy value again. So uh, Latavius Murray is a good one to stash on the back end of your roster if you can get him cheap enough. John Brown to the Bills. I like John Brown as a player. Uh, Just not sure about this fit because I really don't think that Josh Allen can throw the deep ball accurately. And that's what John Brown does. So uh, I don't really see it working out for either of those two. Devin Funches to the Indianapolis Colts is one that gave me pause because I don't really see Funches as being more than, you know, that raw guy who's bigger than um, other folks on the field but doesn't play as big as he should. Um and for whatever reason, the Colts seem to be enamored with him. So um, we'll see if that works out. I think Matt Waldman made a good point that they may utilize him like another tight end. Um, but again, I'm, I'm really curious to see how that will work out. Um, I think it's a good landing spot for him at least. So we'll see how that plays out. Adam Humphreys to the Titans is very good for them. Um, I don't see a whole lot of fantasy impact, uh, at least for Humphreys, but 
I do see it being something that can help them move the chains a little bit, something that they really did not have. Um, when Richard Matthews abandoned the team last year, Delaney Walker was hurt um, in the first game of the season. They just really didn't have that chain-moving guy to go to. Um, so they had to improvise, and they did, I think, the best that they could given the circumstances. But injuries just really piled up for the team, and it was just impossible to keep going with that many losses. So uh, really like Humphreys, really think it was a good signing, and really think it will help the Titans' offense move forward. Nick Foles to the Jags. Um, I don't think it's going to make them hugely better or a Super Bowl contender again, but they – do get a quarterback that's better than Blake Bortles, so uh, we'll see. A lot of it's going to depend on Leonard Fournette and his health and if he's in the right headspace, so uh, those things I think are going to be more impactful, but I think Foles improves their quarterback position, but uh, again, just not sure how much that's really going to matter. Carlos Hyde to the Chiefs. I know a lot of people are very interested in that signing um, and really kind of feel like he could take over Damian Williams' job, but I don't really see that happening. I kind of think that he's just going to be in a limited role. I think that Damian Williams is the clear lead back, the better pass catcher of the two. Hyde just really isn't the same player that he was earlier in his career uh, through various injuries and uh, really felt like he was almost out of the league and this just happened to be a very good landing spot. So don't get too excited about him. I don't think unless an injury strikes that we really have much to be excited about. That pretty much wraps up what I wanted to cover tonight. Just wanted to hit some of the high points and go over a few of the signings and give my thoughts. You can find me on Twitter at xfantasyphoenix and you can find my brother at mds underscore titans94. We're trying to do good work for you from a dynasty perspective, from a fantasy football perspective, but also cover some real football and talk about the implications of different things. You can check out my work at Football Guys. I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, team pages here pretty soon, uh, so you can stop by and check us out there. Check out the off-season content and roundtables that we're writing and the good work that we're doing over there. And, of course, start getting ready for the NFL draft. I'm going to get to go this year because it's in Nashville where I live. And uh, I'm very excited about that. Hopefully I'll have some good things to share with you on the podcast after the fact. Till next time, my friends. Mm-hmm.